Welcome to the Church Leadership Podcast, your weekly source for encouraging and equipping local church leaders with your hosts, Mark Ganey and Andy Frazier. In each episode, Andy and Mark sit down with church leaders that you should know. We believe these honest conversations will be helpful and encouraging to you as you lead the local church. Here is this week's episode. Welcome to episode number 91 of the Church Leadership Podcast. We are so glad you've joined us for today's episode, and we really believe you're going to be encouraged by listening or watching today. And we want to, before we get to this conversation, we want to encourage you and remind you to go subscribe to our podcast, whatever your favorite podcast listening app is, you can find us there. You can also subscribe to us on YouTube. And uh, we ask that you rate our podcast. That really helps us get the word out. You can go to ratethispodcast.com slash CLP. That stands for Church Leadership Podcast. Rate this podcast.com slash CLP. And uh, we would love for you to share on social media too, man. We've we've got a lot of new listeners lately, and uh, that's probably because you have been sharing it. So we thank you for that. And if you've enjoyed it, and if you enjoyed today's episode, certainly share it with other people. I think it is a timely conversation that we have today. Thank you so much for joining us this week on the podcast. We have an episode that I think is needed right now, as Mark gave us in the intro. It is uh, uh, a difficult time to uh, to deal with the situations we're in, and we have a special guest with us today who, uh, that's his world, that's his profession, and that's his calling. Uh, we have Michael Bozeman with us today who serves uh, with Pathways Professional Counseling here in Alabama. That's a ministry of the Alabama Baptist Children's Home. Uh, Michael's not only a professional counselor, but he's been in ministry for 15 years. So he knows what it's like to be in the trenches and serve in ministry. He serves uh, uh, churches and pastors and uh, church members in North and Central Alabama. And you've been doing this for a while, Michael, and, and I imagine Mark and I have some interesting questions to ask you today. So thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. I'm honored, guys, to be a part of this. And, you know, I was praying this morning that, you know, that the Lord would take these few minutes and possibly just encourage some people that are out there listening, that are in the struggle, that are hurting, you know, from anything from, you know, family issues to just depression, anxiety, whatever, you know the just the struggle that we find ourselves in on the regular because the enemy is so crafty and he's so clever guys to just lie you know and sometimes that lie can just sound so real it can just sound so real absolutely i appreciate the opportunity just to to be with you guys this morning yeah we're excited and so um you know michael is unique not totally but unique because he was in church ministry, um, serving on staffs uh, of churches for 15 years before transitioning to where he is. So he, you know, if you think uh, Michael hasn't seen it, he's seen it one side or the other, and he's he's been through it. And so what's really cool is Michael is actually my counselor, and I am so thankful that I am protected right now by that counselor-client privilege you know he can't say anything about my dirty laundry unless i tell him so i'm, I'm thankful for that but uh he never would anyway but hey, Mark, uh, you forget that that doesn't stop me from <laughs> that's true that's true oh andy can certainly do that but but michael thank you for being here and Absolutely. and so we want to just launch into this conversation with i think yeah. probably the, the the obvious question and that is we're in the middle of covid some people think we may be on the end of it, but you know, we're in the middle of it probably. And, and this is going to go on for a while. And, and certainly the lag behind COVID is going to, going to take place for a long time. 
and so I, I know you have seen some, uh, some pastors, church leaders, staff members, volunteers even, uh, really on the brink of burnout, maybe experiencing burnout, yeah. dealing with all kind of stuff in the middle of this pressure-packed world we live in. So what are some, some things you have seen that, I guess, pastors and leaders are going through and maybe some red flags that, that you have noticed in, in the lives of people who are in church leadership? Yeah, I mean, we see a lot of, a lot of anxiety, right? A lot of depression, a lot of stress, a lot of fear, um, just because of the nature of everything where we are right now, just the uncertainty, you know? And I, I tell people all the time, when we're talking about anxiety and we're talking about those kind of things, like it has its root in, in the future, mm. right? Anxiety comes from this fear of the uncertainty of what's to be. And <clears throat> I mean, let's be honest, you guys know you live in that world. Pastors whose church congregations dropped by a third or a half or, or whatever, because we're in the middle of a global pandemic, we find ourselves in this place of certainly fear of, you know, are they going to afford to keep paying me? Or is my family safe? Are we, I mean, anything and everything on the heels of this guy who Christ placed at this church to minister to these people and trying to do that in a, in a very, I would say fear induced state, just by the nature of everything right now, you know, like you can't go visit your people. You can't go, you know, all the things that, that make pastors tick, you know what I mean? You know, I mean, it, all of that stuff's kind of robbed from you. So a lot of what I see in, in pastors um, right now is a lot of that, you know, and it's not that, it's not that I think people know, I mean, we know, pastors know Christ is completely in control. You know, he is in control of my future. You know, and that's why, that's why, you know, Paul could say, don't worry about anything. You know, I mean, he can, I mean, we know these things like, cast your anxieties on the Lord because he cares for you. And he could tell us these things, but it's the daily walking those things out that in these, you know, messed up, broken down bodies that we have is, is the struggle. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I pray that when I get an opportunity to sit across from pastors to take what I, what I say I do is help them recognize the lie of the enemy, mm -hmm. right. And replace it with what we know to be true. Amen. And what does it look like after that for us to walk out that truth? You know, it's a daily grind. I mean, it's a struggle, but a lot of what, you know, especially with and anxiety across the board, like you can, if you pulled up my, my clientele list, you know, right now, since March, 90% of it, well, maybe 80%, 80% of it is anxiety stress, mm. depression, mm. you know, um, and then a lot of marriage right now too, because people are forced to spend a lot of time together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and that, that's just the truth. But, but, you know, I mean, so it's like, I mean, that is just so much of, and I, and I can't speak for all our counselors, but I guarantee you um, it would look the same all across the state of Alabama with my coworkers. And probably the whole country. Oh yeah. No doubt. Yes. No yes. Doubt. Well, uh, Michael, share with us a little bit about that. I mean, um, about your ministry there and in, in with Pathways. And tell us a little bit about that because we're in Alabama and yeah. and that ministry is through uh, our, our Alabama Baptist State Board of Missions and the Alabama Baptist Children's Home. Right. Uh, 
give our listeners yeah. a little bit of information yeah. on that so that they can be familiar with it. As a matter of fact, what we've talked about is we're going to include in our show notes links to Pathways Counseling yeah. in a way that they can check out what you guys do and even contact you. Because by the time we're through with this episode today, a lot of people are going to realize, whoa, that's yeah. me. Maybe yeah. I need to talk to somebody and get some some godly counseling. Yeah. So Pathways, like I said, it's a ministry of the Alabama Baptist Children's Home. The Alabama Baptist Children's Home um, years ago just saw a need for a counselor with the kids in care and and it exploded into we want a counseling ministry to minister to families across the state of Alabama. So as it stands now, we have close to 25 counselors in 44 locations across the state of Alabama, from Mobile to Huntsville, you know, all the way. Um, it's a, every counselor is licensed, you know, professional counselors or social workers and, but also believers. Mm. Um, it's just a, we, we operate a lot out of the, most of our offices, except for like in locations where we actually have the children's home buildings um, we operate out of the um, mission centers in different counties. So like I'm in Gunnersville, Gadsden, um, Pisgah, Rainsville, and Birmingham. So in Birmingham, we have our main hub counseling office, but the rest of them are, I'm in the Etowah Baptist Association, the DeKalb Baptist Association, um, the Sand Mountain Baptist Association, you know, uh, so I'm in, I'm in those Marshall Baptist Association. So I'm in those buildings. They give us a, an office to use. Um, and some of our counselors are in churches, but you mentioned something about the state board and the cool thing about the state board of missions has a partnership with pathways that if you are in a Southern Baptist church in the state of Alabama and you're on staff of a church, whether you're a, youth pastor, worship pastor, head pat, lead pastor, children's minister, whatever, right? The State Board of Missions will cover counseling for your family, not just you, but for your, your dependents as well, um, up to, I think it's 16 sessions, you know, a year, which that's just an amazing, it's through, it's through Mike Jackson's office, um, but it's just an amazing opportunity and, you know, I, I, I run into pastors all the time and tell them that and they're like, what? Yep. You kidding me? You know, like, or I'll have pastors that'll come in and I don't even know that they're a pastor until they get in there, my office and we're just talking. And I'm like, wait a second. I, I mean, I know they're a pastor, but I, when they say where well, I'm at so-and-so Baptist church, I'm like, whoa, whoa, well, the state board will cover your session. What? Are you kidding me? You know? So, I mean, it's just a, it's a great partnership that we have with, um, with the state board and, you know, many pastors utilize that and it's it's great it's just an awesome ministry and for their families you know like I see children of pastors and children of, you know across the state or or whatever so it's just a it's just a great ministry partnership. It, it, it is a fantastic ministry so I'll, I'm going to go ahead and say this that was me by the way um, <clears throat> I can confirm or deny nothing <laughs> a few years ago <laughs> I was I, I mean I was struggling and and I had no idea about the state's partnership. And so I contacted pathways, set up an appointment with Michael. I was in his office and um, you know, I think at the beginning of the session, he goes, wait, you're, you're a pastor at so-and-so, you know, the state covers that. And I'm like, I had no idea. And uh, so several members of my family have been involved in that ministry too. And it, 
I'm telling you, it is incredible. So before I even ask the next question, I want, I want you, if you are listening and you are struggling, if you're discouraged, if you feel anxiety, if you're depressed, if even if you're denying that you're those things and you see some red flags we're going to talk about in a minute, I want you to stop listening right now. And I want you to go to pathwaysprofessional.org and I want you to make an appointment. Um, you know, I tell people all the time, even if you're not in crisis, you need to talk to somebody. It's yeah. healthy. It is healthy for you. So anyway, I, I wanted to share that. Michael, l- let me talk about what, what I just said. Uh, maybe somebody's listening there. There are some red flags and maybe they don't know how to recognize them. Yeah. Um, so it's a double question I'm going to ask. Okay. What are some of those red flags that people need to be looking for that may be signs of anxiety or depression? And then on the other side of that, what are some things that people can do if they're experiencing some of this stuff to, to maintain health spiritually yeah. and emotionally? And I think, honestly, I think if I'm, if I'm staying in the vein of like a, a, a pastor or a minister, you know, um, cause you know, this as well as I do that a lot of times we don't have that person that we ever talk to about anything. The reason counseling works, I tell people this is, is because we are unlocking what Christ has called us to do, mm-hmm. share our burdens with one another, right. sharpen each other. Right. But when you make it to your level, or when you're on church staff, it's almost like you shoulder a lot, but it's like, if I, if I talk about these things with people, <laughs> you know, then, then there's something wrong with me. And I'll tell you 10 years ago, 10 years ago, my mom died, right? I was on staff at a church and I did, I went through all the motions. I did all the things I was supposed to do, right? I did, you know, buried her and I know all these things. She's with Jesus. This is wonderful. You know, she would never want to come back here, but I'm still here and I want my mom here. You know what I mean? So I start, man, I started struggling talking about like depression. I started, I remember like getting up and being like just indifferent to ministry that I loved. Mm. You talk about like warning signs, you know what I'm saying? I was just indifferent and I was, I mean, things that I would normally just gung-ho go do, all of a sudden it was like, nah, I'll just stay home. And I was like, I remember calling my doctor, y'all laugh at this, but I remember calling my best friend in the world. He's one of my, he's my doctor. And I called him up and I was like, Jason, I think something's wrong with me. My electrolytes are out of order or, you know, basically I was telling him all the warning signs of depression. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, yeah, that Bozeman, you're depressed. And I was like, no, I remember saying to him, no, I'm not. No, I'm a Christian. That's what I told him. <laughs> I'm not depressed. I'm a Christian, you know? And he said, I'm just telling you, based on what you're telling me and what you're explaining to me, you're going through depression. And I said to him, he said, I think you need to talk to somebody. And my response to him was, who am I going to talk to? Mm. Who's going to tell me anything that I don't know? And, it, and honestly, here's the thing, guys. It's not, about, it's not about somebody telling me something that I don't already know. It's about somebody listening to me without judging me, without holding me at some ridiculous standard. You know what I'm saying? So for, for, for people that are struggling with depression, I would say some of the main things are, I mean, ask yourself. And I can imagine what pastors are going through now. These guys that, and I've talked to several pastors, guys who just started at churches like in February. 
Yeah. You know, my best friend in the world, Rick Dearman, I don't know if y'all have ever met him, but he he's in Margaret now, at a church in Margaret now, right side of Argo. He started and like his first Sunday was COVID Sunday, you know, right. and, you know, right. I remember having conversations with him through that. But but there's like. I, I tell I tell people this, like when you start seeing like just indifference to stuff, when 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 it starts affecting your day in day out life and you start see, you start seeing yourself pull away from people or you see yourself you know your mind just racing through these thoughts of gloom and doom and fear you know that's where we see a lot of anxiety um those kind of things are just telltale signs hey whoa, 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 whoa. we need to get something on track you know what i mean and i can i can imagine that a lot of what pastors are seeing right now um it's, it's scary, you know, but for me, when it comes to depression, a lot of it comes back to just lack of motivation, withdrawing from other people, right? Things that you see. Mm. I mean, just this, just this feeling of dark gloom, sadness, right? Like you just, you're all of a sudden, you're just like, what in the world? Like, this just not normal for you, you know? Um, especially in those places. And, and you ask about what are things they can do, right? So here's what I know to be true. You know, everybody that listens to this podcast, a lot of people that probably need somebody, you know, but I get it. I get that sometimes it's hard to pull that trigger, you know, um, to admit, hey, that's, you know, what now there's something wrong with me, whatever. I tell people all the time, keep a journal. Mm. You know, one of my favorite things in the world to do with people is this is my, not my journal. This is the Amazon Christmas list, but it was <laughs> laying right here. So I'm going to use it. A lot of times what I tell people to do is I mean, sit down and just start writing out the things that are going through your head, right, wrong, or indifferent. It's yours. Nobody's going to see it. Right. Right. Try it out. When you're, when your head is just spinning and you've got all these thoughts and stuff running through your head, just write it out what I like to call word vomit on a page, just get it out, you know, get it out of your head, but then come back to it when you're in a more clear headed space and peer through it through the lens of the gospel, you know, look through your words, look through the gospel to your words. And if there's a disconnect, it's going to point out the place in your life where the enemy is lying. Right. Because one of these is 100 percent true and one of them is not. Right. right. So right. it's one of the greatest tools we have. The, the, the word is one of the greatest tools we have. I use it every single day because I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, I hear what you're saying. But that's in contradiction to what we know to be true in Scripture. Mm. Right. And so being able to being able to recognize the lies of the enemy. Is crucial to working through that struggle, whether it be stress or anxiety or depression or anything that we're going through. You know what I'm saying? It's crucial to, to just recognize the battles in which the enemy is attacking. And, and pastors know, I mean, he's coming at you. He's coming at you like gangbusters, right. you know? I mean, in the middle of a national pandemic. Yeah, Martin Luther says the sin beneath all sins is that we believe the lie of the serpent mm -hmm. instead of trusting in the grace and love of Christ and trying to take things into our hands. Yeah, so, 
uh, that describes, you know, every um, emotion that you're talking about, anxiety, fear, depression, all of those things. Uh, you're talking about uh, marriages, people needing counseling because they're spending more time together. You're talking about pastors who are uh, facing this, this new reality. Mm-hmm. And it's not what we want. It's not what we wish for, or hope for, or ask for, but it's, it is what it is. Uh, Mark's favorite phrase there. Um, sometimes it bees that way. Sometimes, sometimes it's, it bees like that, but uh, that's just where we are. And, you know, you've mentioned pastors who come to you and, and obviously, you know, you can't share specifics about stories or anything like that, but I mean, it's not just, they're having a tough time, but they are, I mean, they are under duress. They have, they feel the pressure of the ministry and their family feels that pressure. I mean, it's not just depression. I mean, it's even uh, burnout, wanting to leave the ministry or, even taken as far as being suicidal in some, some situations. So, I mean, that is so hard for us to really grasp the reality of what we're going through. Give us an, an, a little bit of an idea of maybe how we can deal with the reality of where we are, because we know, like Mark said earlier, we're in the middle of this. We're not on the backside of this. We're, we're smack dab in the middle of this. What are are some things that you, uh, not only are seeing, like you mentioned earlier, but what do you think are some things that are, are going to be happening as a result of us enduring this this uh, this interruption of our normal rhythm and pattern and and daily lives and even ministries that's going to be uh, be with us for a while? Right, and you know, Andy, the hard part I think is <laughs> trying to <laughs> have any idea of what the next month is going to look like <laughs> impossible. Futile, I think sometimes, you know what I mean? Like, I think the big thing is because you're right. Like I, somebody texted me one of the yeah, uh, Monday and we were having this conversation about, I know more people right now with COVID than I've ever known. Mm, everybody yeah. says we're kind of on the back end of this thing. And I'm like, well, if that's true, why is everybody I know got it? Yep. You know, I mean, it's, it's definitely, I don't by any stretch of the imagination feel like that we are, coming downhill from this thing or at least that's what i think i don't know you know maybe we are maybe tomorrow they come out with a shot and everybody takes it nobody has COVID ever again but i don't think that's going to happen you know but talking about like just where pastors are um in that in the middle of it i think the the struggle is and i was telling you all this before we started like they're navigating waters in a fog that you have no idea what's in front of you yep. because it's, it's never, they don't, we really don't have anything to go back to and say, Oh, well, I had a buddy that went through this. You know what I'm saying? Like typically pastors, well, no matter what their struggle is, they've got a buddy that went through it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, they got somebody they went to seminary with. They can call and be like, what did you do? Yep. But I think everybody's kind of in the same boat, you know? And so what does tomorrow look like? What does next month look like? And, um, and you know, as well as I do pastors, even though you're in the middle of something that, I mean, you didn't really have anything to do with the burden falls on you for your church, people to come back for people to be safe in your church. Right. And I say the burden falls on you. We feel like the burden falls Mm -hmm. on us. Mm -hmm. Right. So the question is, what does it look like for us to take a step back and say, you know what, Lord, it's your church it's not mine 
you know, you're in control of who comes in here. You're in control of who gives their money to this place. Um, and I know there are, I know pastors are listening to this going, that all sounds real and good, but let me just tell you what's really happening in my world right now. <laughs> you know? um, but the answer, that's the truth though. You know, like Christ is still on his throne in the, in the midst of COVID. That's right. You know? And, and Christ still loves his bride in the midst of COVID. And pastors, Christ has still planted you there in the midst of COVID somebody, somebody has to navigate those waters for those people, right? And in, in Christ's infinite wisdom, he chose you, right? And so I say this, and he chose me and my people to stand in the gap with you. Mm. When it gets overwhelming and it gets harder than you thought it could be and you feel like you got nowhere to go, I feel like that's what Jesus has called me to do in the midst of this, right? That's right. And, you know, I think that's such a powerful word because, you know, God hasn't called any of us to, to cure the pandemic and to solve every COVID related problem. Right. God has called us to be faithful Mm -hmm. just like he did before COVID hit. He's called us to be faithful in the midst of COVID. He's called us to be faithful when it passes, whenever that is. So I want to ask you in our time uh, as we close here, uh, it's been fantastic. It's been so encouraging. I think so, um, such a a needed conversation. Um, I want to ask you if there's someone listening right now, um, they may be listening when this, when this airs in November, they may be listening later on, uh, but they're, they're listening and they're struggling. Yeah, they, they realize it. They recognize it. Um, maybe they're on the brink of, of burnout or worse. Yeah. Um, what, what's something maybe that, that you would like to say to encourage them not to give up, not to, not to throw in the towel, maybe even to get some help, but what's something that, that you would say to encourage them today? Yeah, I would say, I, I would definitely say, Hey, whether it's a counselor, whether it's accountability partner, whether it's somebody, you know, um, don't go through that alone. Jesus didn't create you to go through that alone. I mean, he created more than one person for a reason. You, you know what I mean? I mean, he didn't need all of us, right? He created all of us for him, but also for us to stand in the gap for our, for our people, you know? And even when, I, even when we feel like we're alone, we're not alone, mm. right? Even, I mean, even if we feel like we got nobody else, right? We have the Lord. Man. But not, I guess my biggest encouragement to people is don't feel like you have to struggle in that alone. That's a, that's a very scary place to be. I've been there. You know what I'm saying? I've been there in my own life where I was like, who am I even going to call? Who am I even going to talk to? Yep. Um, and I hope that, you know, through these 20 minutes or so that people recognize there is a place I can call. And I'll say this to people that are maybe you're not a pastor. Maybe you're thinking, well, I'm not a state board of missions. You know, Pathways has a, a great, even if you don't make a lot of money, you know, we're a ministry first and foremost. We're never going to turn somebody away. We got a great sliding scale. Take all We take all kinds of insurances. You know what I'm saying? Just so people know, um, very low minimum payment for what, what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, but it, you know, 
I would say, even if you feel like I can't afford that or it's not on something, man, call us up. Let us work with you. Don't don't go through this alone. If we can help you in any way, we want to. The the mission of the Children's Home and Pathways is to love families across the state of Alabama, and we welcome that, and we want to do that. You know, and now I will say right now, probably every office has a little bit of a wait list because we're we're super busy. Um, I can imagine. With telehealth and stuff, it's really helped to to do some of, to help with some of that. But right. um, we'd love to come alongside of you. Statewide intake number 205-945-0037. From anywhere there in the you state, go. you call that and they'll connect you with the closest office to you. And um, you know, we'd love to come alongside of you anyway. Yeah. And if you're not so in it- Alabama. There are resources just like this or similar to this wherever you are. Seek it out. Yes, yes. Uh, reach out to us. We'll help connect you with that. Uh, if this sounds a little bit like a commercial, it is. I mean, honestly. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I turned they the didn't sponsor our episode, if, but we believe it. If it sounds it. like a promotion, it is. Uh, we can't recommend enough the Ministry right. of Pathways Professional Counseling. Um what you guys do is kingdom ministry. It's not just emotional health. It's, it is helping people follow Christ better. Yeah. And we're thankful for that. We're thankful for the marriages that have been restored. We're thankful for the lives who have uh, been able to crawl out of the pit of depression and anxiety and stress and fear. We're thankful for how God uses you, Michael, and all those uh, counselors who feel called, like you said, to stand in the gap and to be there for people. And uh, one of the purposes and one of the reasons why we do this podcast is for this specific thing we're talking about today. We don't want people to feel like that they are in this alone. Uh, Mark and I approach this podcast uh, as co-hosts, as great friends, because we want to to allow people to see that I couldn't even do a podcast by myself. I couldn't do it without Mark. And uh, Mark could do it without me. I just couldn't do it without Mark. Not possible. uh, (laughs) A lot of pastors are out there. They do feel isolated. They do feel alone. Um, we feel like in the process of, of being a disciple and making disciples, one of the, the things that's ingrained in the DNA of that is you are in a group of people that you're doing life with and you get yep. to be transparent and honest. And uh, listen, if that's your first base of getting counseling, then that's wonderful. That means you're not alone. Yeah. But even if you're doing that, even if you do feel alone, uh, we want you to know there are resources out there that God has given by his grace for us to take advantage of. And we don't want you to go without those right. wonderful opportunities right. to get some great, helpful, uh, biblical counseling. So, so Michael, thank you. Thank you for being honest and sharing with us today. Thank you for pointing us to a place where we can see if we have a need or there's some red flags going up, uh, we can identify that, Hey, we need to reach out to somebody and, and talk and you guys uh, do a great thing with that. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me today, guys. Yeah, man, we we appreciate you being on. And I know those listening and watching have been encouraged and equipped to lead uh, more healthy in the local church. So uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Church Leadership Podcast. Don't forget to share, subscribe, and even review our podcast on your favorite podcast listening app. 